Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unfuck Your Life, the podcast that celebrates you unapologetically celebrating your kick-ass life. Oh, my goodness. My name is Lisa, and I have a question for you. I have a question because I've been hearing a lot for a very long time about how abundant the universe is. And what I want to know is if the universe is so freaking abundant, why aren't I rich? Have you ever wondered about that? Oh, I'd like to delve deep and talk about that. If the universe is so freaking abundant, why aren't I rich? So let's think about that for a moment. Let's dialogue about this. What are all the reasons, all the proof that you have that you aren't rich? Is it your mindset? Is it your bank account? Is it where you live? Is it the job that you have? What are all the reasons, all the proof, the, the real proof in the pudding that it's not working for you? And so as you take a few moments to write all of those down and write them down after this podcast too, because there's another side to that paper. I should have told you to grab a sheet of paper, draw a line down the middle, all the proof you have you don't. And what would be the proof that you would, would re, that you would require that you do? What would be the proof? Like, is it, is there a dollar amount that there would be? Is there a mindset that you would have? Is there a list of friends that you would be hanging with? Are there activities that you were doing if you were rich, if you were happy? Wallace Simpson said many years ago, that you can never be too rich or too thin. And I think Joan Rivers also said you can never be too thin or too rich. And so let's really examine what that means for us being thin, because these are both things that I had struggled with for a lot of my life. Sometimes I was on the upswing of them. Sometimes I was at the, the downswing of them. And never was I celebrating in any one moment, both my body and my wealth in any shape or, or fashion until I started really playing it this way. So let's talk about it. You've got those things down. What are some of those things that you have on your list? Is it because my mom said that I would never, that we were never meant to have any money? Was it that Nobody in my family has ever been rich. Oh, rich people are fill in the blank. Rich people are selfish. Rich people are mean. Rich people are awesome. Rich people are fabulous. Rich people are entitled. Rich people know how to create and how to generate. Did you see I swung both ways on that? Because we're really playing with what are those deeply held beliefs that you have. Because when those deeply held beliefs are there and you give them so much fuel and so much fire and so much passion and so much conviction and you hold it up and go, see, this is why, even though the universe is so freaking abundant, I can never be rich. I'm not allowed to be rich. I'm not allowed to be wealthy. Excuse after excuse. I know there are reasons. I get that. However, let's really look at them because anything that isn't you creating your kick-ass life, anything that isn't you claiming your identity anywhere where there is something within you that says, I can't because, I can't because, I want it, and I can't because, I want it, I can't because, I want it, I can't because. If you want it, if you had a thought, if you had a wish, then 
everything is already there. It's already been created. And I know people told me this 30 years ago. And I said, I just, I didn't say to them. I just nodded and smiled. And in my head, I was going bullshit. In my head, I was going bullshit. That is not true. That doesn't work for me. That does, this is, no, I don't, as everybody else. And even when I started in this business way back in 2008, I believed anything was possible for my clients because I had overcome throwing up through hypnosis. I had released bulimia in one freaking moment. It was a huge part of my life and then it was gone and that switched. And I, and I didn't realize then, I've talked off and on about it, that in that moment, I gave myself permission. I accepted the bliss. Sometimes you get a miracle like that and it happens in that instant. Everything else is a process. And a process is beautiful and fabulous because a process can be scientifically proven. A process can be laid out. So if you still have your pen and paper or, or get that, I'm just going to tell you a little story about the Beatles. I love the Beatles from the time that I was a little kid. I saw when I was 10 years old, I saw the film Help. And I was just like, oh my goodness, I laughed so hysterically. I haven't seen that film since I was 10 years old. However, I listened to the soundtrack over and over. I've just had a love affair with the Beatles since I was 10 years old. And I came across this story one time where Paul McCartney, Paul McCartney and John Lennon were the major songwriters for the Beatles. Everybody wrote, everybody sang. Paul McCartney and John Lennon did most of it. And when they were already wealthy, 1964, they were already making a lot of money. And when the two of them would get together, it would be it would be a phone call that said, hey, let's, I want a new swimming pool. Hey, let's write a swimming pool. So their mindset was already there to let's not just dig into our bank accounts that we already have to pay for the swimming pool. Let's create the money. Let's write a swimming pool. And Paul said it was great motivation. So do you have that pen and paper yet? Because this is want to tell you how your brain works. I know there's all kinds of stories and they go on for, excuse me, not just stories. There's all kinds of scientific proof and all kinds of scientific evidence. And we're going to keep it short and we're going to keep it simple because hacks are short and simple. Hacks aren't necessarily shortcuts. Hacks are the clear cut method. The way to get from A to, to Z without going to B and double C and triple E and, and quadruple F, it's how do we get there? The straight line. And let's talk about your fabulous, your brain. All of us, all of you have a brain. And do you know the function of the brain? The function of the brain, it, it keeps you alive. It thinks, it moves all of your body parts. And most of this is done unconsciously. Most of this is just happen. It's happening automatically within you. And your brain is in charge and your brain likes to believe it's in charge. And so now you have this idea, right? You have this new idea. I'm going to be really fucking fabulously rich. I'm going to write a swimming pool. I am going to create a dress. I am going to write a novel. I am going to, I'm going to be rich. I'm going to be filthy stinking rich. Let's talk about that. Boom. What happens? It is the law. It happens. What happens? Resistance. 
I can't do that. I never can do that. All the stories of why it can't happen. All those stories that you wrote about why you aren't the proof in the pudding, about why you aren't Philly stinking rich. Boing! Resistance. It shows up. And guess what? When you're really up to something and it's completely and totally possible for you, which everything absolutely is when it's what you decide, not what someone else decides, when it's what you decide. I wanted to be an artist. I wanted to travel the world. There were so many things that I wanted that happened. And most of them happened magically. I never at one point said, oh my goodness, I'm rich now. All of it, it was just, wow, I just go to the bank and I pull out the money that I need and I have these experiences. And oh, by the way, let's jump on a cruise ship, have passport, let's jump on a cruise ship and let's go do this. Or let's go jump on a plane and go visit this country. Or let's buy the home. Guess what? Our payments are only this much a month. It's a mindset. It's not a testament to being able to drop a million fucking bucks every single second of your fabulously gorgeous life. It's totally how you look at it. So now let's talk about how the brain operates. It happens in three phases, okay? The brain observes everything that's going on, all those stories right now that are happening with your beliefs about money. And then the resistance that pops up. Oh, look at that. There's resistance. Okay. So you want to be, you want to be fabulously fucking rich. Boing, resistance. You're too short. You're too fat. You never, nobody else in your life has ever made money. You don't have a college education. You have a college education, but you don't have three masters or you never went to business school or make a list of all of them. Whatever it is, all of those excuses. And yes, I say excuses because it's important that we denote no matter how much factual proof in the pudding shit there is to substantiate this, all of them are excuses. It's important that we switch your mindset to this. Remember, the brain observes. And what is it observed? It observes that you have these solid foundational reasons that there is no way you can be fucking rich that you can celebrate your abundant life and all of those other stories that we talk about your body, about your sex life, about everything, about your creative endeavors, all of these things. So first your brain observes and right now your brain is stuck in this loop. I want it. I want it. I want it. And this is where it comes to play. Okay. The brain does not know the difference between what you imagine you're doing and what you've actually done. The brain does not know the difference between what you've imagined you've done and what you've actually physically done. And it's important that you use this and learn to play with this in both ways. So the first time that I heard this, all I heard was, okay, I can think my way through this. I can just think my way through this. I could just use my brain and think my way through this. Now, the, what happens with that is that I was only thinking my way through this. I was just using that logical part of my brain. Okay. So look, I did this. Look, I did this. Look, I did this. Look, I did this. Now, what I was forgetting was the bigger part of that, that every experience that you have is tied with your senses your emotions, the real proof, all that super consciousness proof of the feelings and the emotions and the beliefs. So now if you've written down, I'm just going to go write a swimming pool. 
you write that down. Yes, they had the proof in the pudding. They'd already had tremendous success writing songs, making money from writing songs, getting the pleasure from writing the songs, actually going through the process of songwriting, taking this lyric and trying it and changing that word and changing this chord and all of those things. Okay. The universe does not know the difference between, excuse me, your mind does not know the difference between what you've imagined you've done and what you've actually done. And so now let's put some feeling and emotion into that, into your belief system. Okay. So what does it feel like? So does it feel fun? Does it feel frisky? Notice if you use different words, like it feels dark. Okay. There's a little more writing to do there. There's a little more to let go of. Because when it feels vibrationally fun and light, when the sense that you smell, oh my goodness, I love the smell of grapefruit, of different citruses. I love cinnamon. I love the smell of when I lived in Dubai, I could just used to smell the curry in the air and I just loved it. I would hear the call to prayer and my heart would just sing because in that moment, everyone was united. They were just united. All souls were connected. It was the call to prayer. Whether, I, whether a person was Muslim or not, we all heard it. What might it taste like? Not just the sense. What does it taste like on the tip of your tongue? Is it refreshing like a cool drop of the best tasting water that has come down from the Arctic? Can you feel that? What happens as you do that? You feel all of your senses engaged. What's important is to engage your senses in all of this, okay? If you're not knowing the difference between what you've imagined you've done and what you've actually done, so take that line of what it is creating your swimming pool. Creating, if that line doesn't work for you, <laughs> change it. Do it something else. Creating your your playroom, writing your artist studio, your whatever it is. Creating your house. All that kind of stuff. And really get specific. Know the details. Know what lights it up. My house is filled with color and all kinds of things that I've collected in my travels throughout the world. And there's just so much plant life. And there's dogs here. And there's a cat here. And my husband's here. And there's so much life and so much energy. And there's music that just pours through. Do you see how that is? Did you feel that as I was talking about my house? As I was talking about not just the house, the home, the place where I live, that sometimes I can just sit in this comfortable chair in this room that moves side to side and I just feel so meditative and so complete. And here's where as I'm feeling all that meditation and complete, I'm writing out a couple of different episodes for my podcast, or I've got this idea for a couple of different hypnosis CDs, or I've got this idea with a class that I'm creating. And notice how my voice changed because I was engaging all of my senses. See, hear, smell, taste, touch. And don't forget the most important sense of all, your sixth sense, your knowingness. That knowingness, we all have it. And if you don't think you have it, then just imagine, visualize, pretend that you do. Not always. Our senses is highly attuned as perhaps we would like. And I'm creating a product right now to assist you with that. So let's get back to the brain observes. So the brain pays attention. So now all of a sudden your brain is observing that, wow, there's a lot of joy. Before when you used to think about where you live, there was blah, 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 blah. And now as you're thinking about where you live, there's this engagement, there's this excitement, there's this deliciousness that spreads like warm butter and 
fabulous honey through your body and it smells so delicious and it tastes so fabulous and it feels it feels so soft and so luxurious like the and or hard like the most finest piece of bamboo or wood that was ever created and you created this space yes you may have had the assistance of others some things you may have made some things you may have found some things you may have bought all of this and your brain is really pay attention your brain observes now what happens as your brain observes and your brain is engaged well then your brain starts to follow that's why it's not a one and done process we don't just do this process once it is as often as you think about it there's no set time other than if you can hold it for 68 seconds remember the power of 68 17 17 17 17 that thought held for 17 seconds automatically attracts a similar thought automatically attracts a similar thought and you string together for 17 seconds and you have 68 seconds of just imagining now look where we're 68 seconds happen in the bathroom at a stoplight as you're cooking dinner as you are sitting in your car waiting for it to warm up there is no limitation to where 68 seconds is and so you sustain this this is all in your imagining right now and you really bring forth it's not just your mind you engage all of your senses including all six of your senses and you really feel that and experience that through your body this is an important part to add you know the feeling of it you know what the experience of that is the Beatles had the experience of writing their songs that created their wealth, that created the lifestyle they wanted. And most importantly, is that they so loved the process. They didn't just become songwriters and singers because that was a way to make money, because that was what fueled their hearts. It was their passion. And my goodness, all these years later, there's still all new stuff being released that's new stuff to us, not new stuff for them. It was stuff that happened in the recording studios. There were so many movies on Netflix and Amazon Prime last year about the Beatles alone. And look at all of the other acts that are following suit where they're telling the stories about how the music was created. And we're all engaged because we feel that because we know what that music felt like to us. And so now, your brain's been observing and it looks deliciously fun. And so now your brain follows. Do your brain follows? Where are we going? How does this work? How does this imagining work? What are those thoughts that are getting created? Your brain is paying attention. Your brain knows and it's following and it's paying attention to what the feelings are that go with this. Does this feel good? Does this feel like block? Does it feel like resistance? As resistance is never futile, resistance is simply resistance. Everybody feels it. And it's not that resistance ever goes away because it doesn't. However, once you beat the ever-loving fucking shit out of it just once, now you have an experience of having beaten down resistance and you can do it again and again. There is a story that famous actor Peter Fonda, whenever he would do stage work, Every single night, he would be throwing up behind stage in his dressing room before every single performance. And when he was done with that, he cleaned himself up and he went out and he gave a performance. Not just any performance, a performance. It is said that Barbara Streisand was terrified each and every single time before she would go out to sing live. Imagine with a voice like that. And still she did it. 
overcoming resistance. Just because it shows up doesn't mean you failed, doesn't mean you're wrong, doesn't mean it will never fucking work. Resistance is simply there. You beat it down once and you have the knowledge, the know-how to do it again and again. And as something is building inside of you because that same excitement, those same feelings of elation, those feelings of joy, remember what that smells like, it tastes like, it feels like, the experience of all that. You start weaving the fabric of everything together. So your brain is following ah, okay. So now she's doing this. She's saying this and this, and the brain is following all through the process and your mind and your body and storing all of those memories because that's what they've become. There's no difference in what you've imagined you've done and what you've actually done. And now as the brain follows the process and you are repeating something, you are forming a habit. A thought repeated becomes a habit. If you doubt this, just think about any thought you've had believing that you're not good enough, that you're not thin enough, that you're not rich enough, that you're not whatever enough. Your brain followed a lot of different thoughts to that. Thoughts before you were even really conscious that you were having those kinds of thoughts because it was programmed into you by other people who had those kinds of thoughts because it had been programmed into them. So now... Your brain is following. The brain loves habits. And now habits repeated because this is the part is you repeat, you repeat, you repeat, you repeat, you repeat, you repeat, you repeat. And now the brain has the flag and it leaves the charge. And maybe you hear dud, dud, or some other kind of sound like that because now the brain's going, oh, I know the way. I know what we're doing with this. And here come the thoughts. And I'm grabbing all of the different pieces that go with this. Oh, I know that it feels deliciously fun. There's those experiences of all the various times that I've imagined and felt that I felt wealthy. And it brings everything together with each and every one. And as little as 68 seconds as of at a time, a couple of minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is. And now you're going to take it even further because now you've had a thought, a repeating thought that becomes a habit and the habits repeated become a pattern and your brain loves patterns and your life is built on various patterns. And you're not only imagining it, you're actually physically doing it with those same feelings of elation. Mix and match between the two as you action your way through. What are the steps that a wealthy person does? A, a very good friend of mine, she met about five years ago or so, a man who was fabulously wealthy, a man who was a millionaire. And they have a relationship and she moved up her whole life and changed to, to be where he is. And I learned something about millionaires here about this. I've never called myself a millionaire yet, even though I've made millions over the years. I, just, I haven't given myself that title yet. And I always thought that as a millionaire, you would have oh, millions of dollars at your disposal at every single occurrence. No, he has a wealth mindset. He creates money everywhere. It doesn't mean that they don't need to apply for loans, that they don't need to do this as they build that. It doesn't mean that he dips into his pockets and boom, here's 2.5 million to dump on a house. It's a process and he knows and now she has learned that money creates, that the wealth creates whatever it is that he wants to do, the house that they want, the vacation they want to go on. They still budget just like the rest of us. It doesn't mean they don't have a budget. Maybe their budget's a lot bigger and they have the know-how that they get it. Okay, so 
There's imagination and there's action and both are required. Both are required. I left long ago the world where I just did everything in my head and in my body because you have a body and your body is for actioning in the world. You need to be in that water that you wish to generate. And as you're maybe at the local swimming pool or, or anything like that, imagining that you're on the warmest beaches off the coast of Costa Rica, whatever it is that you desire. And the sun that is shining down on you is the warm sun from the tropics. And so now as you're actioning and you're swimming and you're bringing all of those together, because your mind doesn't know the difference between what you've actually done and what you've imagined you've done. And now that you have the physical proof of actually having done it, that you're not just in your head playing make-believe because there is a part of you that if you only live in make-believe and you never actually do anything, then you're really not going to believe it. You're really not going to bring it in and make it part of your identity. So now as you're playing, I tell my clients all of the time, go to really expensive stores as you're imagining and finding the colors that you like. And they're like, Lisa, why does it have to be really rich stores? And I said, because it puts you in a completely different element. And so first you take on the mindset that, yes, I belong here. Yes, this is where I like to shop. I can buy it if I want to. It doesn't mean you have to. I still buy things at consignment because I love consignment stores. I love the energy. I love finding something that's like really old or really unique or that somebody just created. I have an elephant made a paper mache that I have hung up in my fun room and it gets so many freaking compliments. You wouldn't, I paid 10 bucks for this elephant. However, I love this elephant and it's just so majestic and it just looks so amazing. And people comment on it all the time and I love it. There's so much energy filled with that. It's not what something costs. Oh, look, I dropped $10,000 on this. I dropped $6,000 on this. Therefore, I'm really rich and you really should, you really should really concede that I'm rich. You just know that you are. Yes, you can drop $10,000 on something if you wish to. You can drop three bucks on something if you wish to. It's that mindset. It's that body set. It's that energy set that you have gone through. That's what it is going to what is your version of creating your swimming pool I wanted a house for the longest time I we had been on the road we'd living out of suitcases yes we lived in fabulous countries we lived in and we lived in hotel apartments we lived in rented villas that already came with furniture and things like that we stayed here where we had an office and we lived with my parents for a long time and we had our office space downtown and I wanted a place of my own that was my own house. And we put so much energy into what it would feel like. And so when we got here, at first, I didn't completely recognize it. I had this sunroom that I just loved. And there was a huge backyard for my dog, Libby, because she loves to be outside. And she just saw the backyard and she was just like so in love. And at first, I felt all the vibrations of the home and I was still feeling the energy from the people before. And it was just like, oh, okay, now what are the other parts as the home becomes mine? So it's introducing yourself to the space, which is what you are doing in your mind with your actioning is you're continuing as you go to a very expensive clothing store, you're introducing yourself that this is a space for you. This is your space. This is where you belong. And sometimes you buy things here and sometimes you don't. 
whatever you choose, that, that is going far beyond the law of attraction, using all of you creating. So never again, you need to ask if the universe is so goddamn fucking freaking abundant, why aren't I rich? Because my loves, it all begins with you. And I can't wait to hear about all the things that you are generating. Make a list of all the stuff that you want to create. And remember the process? At first the brain observes, and then the brain follows, and then the brain leads the charge. And whatever those things are that are standing in your way, I've got more podcasts and past podcasts that address this. All the shit that's there in your way, just write about it. Just journal it. Don't censor it. Just journal it. There is a special thing that happens between your eyes and your hands. It's not just writing. It's any time there is a combination of eye and hand coordination. And as you write in long form, in cursive, not printing, in cursive, write it out in a journal. Just download that shit. You don't need to go back and read it. You can burn it if you want. You can throw it away if you want. You can just leave it there. Because in all of the mess, there is also magic. Remember, it is what you make of it. The universe is freaking gloriously abundant. And I am wealthy as fuck. Or whatever version of that applies to you. Have fun with it. Tell me about it. Let's explore it. And thanks all of you for following this podcast, for subscribing. Ah, I so appreciate it. And all of you who have just subscribed, welcome. I appreciate you gorgeous ones. I appreciate you. From my heart to yours, go make it happen. Love you. See you next time.